Welcome to Elevate Your Direct Sales Business with Kelly Northcott. I'm your host, Kelly Northcott, and I'm so glad that you're here. I've been in the direct sales industry for over 20 years. When I was in the field, I was a top performer and leader, and now I have a growing coaching business that helps direct sellers of all titles from all companies build businesses that they love. If you're a direct seller who wants to get more out of her business and have fun doing it, you're in the right place. Tune in each week to learn systems so that you can scale and grow, implement mindset principles and practices to get out of your own way, and get coaching to break through to new levels of your business. It's that time of the year again. It's goal setting time. And in this episode, I'm going to give you the goal achieving system that I created for direct sellers. You were probably taught to create your goals using smart goals. That's how most people are taught. That's how I was taught. And before we get into the system that I do teach now, I want to talk about why I think smart goals are dumb and how they hold you back. Before I was a direct seller, I was a special ed teacher. Every student who receives any kind of special ed services has an IEP. An IEP lists the goals and objectives for each student, and those are written like SMART goals. SMART goals work when you're creating goals for someone else or for a group of people, but they don't work when you're creating them for yourself as a direct seller or an entrepreneur. In the special ed system, the IEP is usually written by the teacher or the service provider, and it's designed so that anyone who is providing services for the student knows exactly where the student was performing when the IEP was written and what the student and his IEP team are working on. Someone should be able to read the IEP and get a good picture of the student, the student's capabilities, and the expectations for the school year for that student. These goals and objectives in the IEP are for the student and for the IEP team. I usually wrote an IEP at the end of the school year, and I usually was not the person implementing that IEP. The next teacher would implement it. And if she had to start from scratch by getting to know the student and predicting what the student could achieve in a year, the student's progress would have been delayed. Plus, an IEP had to work within the structure of the school system and the curriculum. At the beginning of the school year, when I got my new class, I would read all of their IEPs and structure my classroom so that all the students could meet their goals and objectives. It was my job to create the day-to-day and week-to-week plan. But as a direct seller, you don't have the restrictions of a curriculum and your goals don't have to line up with your home office's goals or even your uplines. And no one is creating a plan for you. You have to do that for yourself. You know that SMART stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely. Your goal should be specific and measurable, and the goal achieving system that I'll teach you in a minute has you create a specific goal. And because it's specific, it's naturally measurable. You'll either do it or you won't do it. And it's relevant because why would you set a goal for yourself that wasn't relevant? I don't have a problem with the S, M, or R in a SMART goal, but I think the A and the T hold you back and impede your long-term progress. And I don't like how a SMART goal doesn't come with a plan. You can set a SMART goal to promote to senior director by the end of the year, but then what? What are you supposed to do to get there? A SMART goal doesn't give you a plan. It doesn't give you the steps or milestones. If someone else sets the goal for you, like I did for my students, the person who sets the goal can create the plan, or at least they should. But that's not happening for you in your business. If your goal is something you haven't done yet, like earning your first trip or promoting to a new title, you might not know how to achieve it. And if you don't know how to achieve it, how can you make a plan? You can watch what other people did to achieve the goal that you're working toward, but that doesn't mean what they did is going to work for you. 
And as you'll see when I walk you through my system, what you do is just part of achieving that goal. What really bugs me about SMART goals is that so many direct sellers set the same goal year after year. And at the beginning of the year, they're so excited and determined to reach their goal. And that's great, but they use the same plan to get there every year because plan doesn't come with a SMART goal. And then they're disappointed once again that their plan didn't work. Another problem I have with a SMART goal is the letter A. Achievable holds you back. I set achievable goals for my students because I was setting a goal from the outside. I wasn't in control of their achieving their goal. I could influence it, but ultimately they were in control of their success. If I set a big, hairy, scary goal for them, I would have had to push them and they may or may not want to be pushed. You're capable of doing more than you think. You can have anything that you want. Your goal should be big enough that it changes you. Setting a goal isn't what changes you. Achieving that goal doesn't even change you. You have to change to achieve the goal. Your goal has to be big enough for you to change how you think, feel, and act. If it's not, you might achieve it, but it's not going to change your life. And isn't that part of the purpose of setting a goal, especially a business goal? Isn't changing your life part of the purpose of having a business and achieving your goals? You can set a big goal and achieve it without changing, but you won't be able to maintain the goal. And there's a difference between someone who promotes and gets the title of a senior director and someone who really is a senior director. If you promote without changing, you'll struggle to get paid at title and keep your title. If you set a goal to earn the trip because you always earn the trip, that's fine if you don't want to grow. But you're listening to this podcast, so I assume that you want to grow. So we address the S, the M, the A, and the R. Now let's address the T, and then I'll put it all together. T is timeline. If someone has a goal to promote by the end of the year, they usually do a few things in regard to the timeline. At first, they might come out of the gate strong, but then they'll procrastinate a little bit because a year is a long time. Then as the year winds up, they'll do what I did when I was a student, and they'll go all in and try to figure out how to make all the pieces come together by the deadline, and that usually leads to compromising quality and possibly your integrity. They'll be tempted to sign up their sister and their best customers. They might give away sales so that everyone can be active. And then when the new year rolls around, they have a shiny new title, but they have a little bit of a mess. Their sister didn't want to do this, and their best customers are excited about the discount, but they still want the service they got as customers. They promote, but they struggle to get paid at their title or even keep it because they didn't learn how to be a leader. They didn't learn how to think, feel, and act like one. And once you become a leader, once you get that title, it's harder to learn to become one. And I know that seems backward, but that's how it works. Then there's the other problem with the timeline. And that's what happens if you don't achieve your goal by the deadline. When a direct seller sets a goal to promote by the end of the year and doesn't get there, they're disappointed. And then they set the same goal for the next year. And then they take the same actions again next year that they took this year. Maybe they do a little bit more of them but they don't make any big changes to what they do, how they feel, or what they think. It's frustrating setting the same goal year after year, only to come up short of achieving it. And this is why direct sellers set achievable goals, because who wants to keep failing? It seems better to settle than to fail. And we already talked about how setting achievable goals holds you back. I don't teach SMART goals for all these reasons. Instead, I teach a drive goal 
Let me explain what it is, how to set one, and why it's so much better for your business than a SMART goal. A drive goal is one goal that drives everything else. You have one focus, and by the nature of the word focus, one is all you can really handle. In direct sales, your drive goal can be a title, an income amount, or an award. The award might be a trip, or if you're in Pampered Chef, it might be an excellence award. If you're in Pink Zebra, it might be one of the Sapphire Awards. Your income amount might be a monthly income that you consistently hit, or it might be an annual income. You'll choose one of those, a title, an award, or an income amount, just one. And this one goal drives everything in your business. And the beauty of a drive goal is that if you go for a title, you'll be doing income and award earning activities to promote to that title. If you set a drive goal to earn a trip, you'll be team building and selling, which are income and title producing activities. So you're going to choose one goal and that one goal is going to drive everything else. Like SMART, DRIVE is also an acronym, but one of the big differences is that the acronym in DRIVE also gives you a plan to achieve your goal. Let me break it down for you. D is for decisions. Whenever you make a decision about your business, you'll ask yourself, will this help me reach my DRIVE goal? If it isn't a clear yes, you might not need to do it. Or if it's something that does need to be done, like filing taxes, it might not need to be done by you. Before you post on social media, ask yourself, will this post help me reach my drive goal? Will it help me build a connection? Will it help me sell, book, or sponsor? If it doesn't, maybe you should post something else. Now, please hear me when I say that you should not be posting offers all the time. You should be looking at your overall posting strategy and see how each individual post fits within your strategy. If you're willy-nilly in your posting and you're inconsistent about posting, or you're posting just a post, or you're following someone else's posting strategy and you're not sure it's in line with your goals, you're hurting your progress. You'll use this decision process with everything in your business. If you're debating about whether or not to go to conference, you'll ask yourself, will going to conference help me reach my drive goal? If you're thinking about doing a vendor event, ask yourself, will doing this vendor event help me reach my drive goal? Will it pay off now and in the future? And sometimes the answer isn't clear. If you have a customer who doesn't like to pay shipping, but orders once a month, and so you spend 30 minutes round trip to drop off Susie's order, plus an additional 20 minutes of chit chat, is that going to help you reach your drive goal? Maybe, maybe not. But continuing to do it just because you've always done it in the past and you don't want to take the chance of losing Susie as a customer isn't a reason to keep doing it. Ask yourself the question, will this help me reach my drive goal? And if you don't get a clear yes, ask yourself, will I continue to do this when I reach my drive goal? Is your future self spending almost an hour a month doing this? Maybe she is, maybe she isn't. If you and I were having a conversation about whether or not you should continue to drop off Susie's order, I would ask you questions to come up with a way for you to eliminate the drop-off without losing Susie as a customer, or make the drop-off easier or more productive for you, or have you be okay with Susie not ordering from you every month. R is for resources. What resources do you need to reach your goal? This might be tools like Canva or a social media scheduling app. It might mean training or coaching. It might mean an accountability group, or it could be things to help you get organized. The resources might not be business related. It might be something to free up your time, like a cleaning service or getting groceries delivered or exchanging babysitting with a friend. 
Look at the resources that you're currently using and ask yourself, will they help me reach my drive goal? Think ahead to your future self and think about the resources that she's using. Is she using a paid Canva or Zoom account? If you can do everything that you need to do to reach your goal with a free account, great. But if you're trying to MacGyver everything and you're wasting time coming up with a workaround or you're fooling with something that's inferior, invest in it now. If it's going to help you make better and faster progress, it's worth the investment. Why would you delay your success because you don't want to invest in something that will help you get there faster? Don't be afraid of the investment or the learning curve. If it's a resource that you need, the investment will pay off within a month or two. And then within a few months after that, you should be getting 2x to 10x your investment back in time or in income. You might have to take some time to learn a new system or create a new habit or learn how to use a resource, but it's going to help you make more progress. If that's true, it's worth it. And if your future self is using it, it's better to learn it now so that you become her faster. The next letter is I, and I is identity. We've talked a lot about identity in this episode, and this might be the most important letter. It's definitely in the top three, with V and E being at the top also. Your identity is how you show up. It's the driver of your drive goal. It's how you think, feel, and act, which means your identity drives your decisions. If you identify as a successful direct seller or a successful leader, you'll show up as one. You'll make the decisions a successful leader makes, and you'll think, feel, and act like a successful leader, and then you'll naturally become one. But if you promote without the identity of a leader, you'll struggle. You'll struggle to lead your team. You'll struggle to grow your business, get paid a title, and keep your title. When you choose your goal, start thinking about how your future self, the person who is a leader or a trip earner or the income earner that you want, start thinking about how she thinks, feels, and acts. And if you don't know how she thinks, feels, and acts, look at people in your company who are where you want to be and look and see how they're showing up. The next letter is V and V is for vision. Some people call it their why, but it's really more than that. It's your vision for your business and your life. It's the ripple effect of reaching this goal. When you become a director, what will that mean for you? What will it mean for your family? What will it mean for your team? How will your life be better and different because of it? What will you have and be able to do that you can't do right now? Your vision is so important, and this is another area where smart goals fail you. Achievable is blah. You won't achieve anything beyond your vision. So your vision should be vibrant. Your vision should be huge. The bigger, the better. The clearer, the better. If you can envision it, you can achieve it. God, the universe, source, they don't set you up for failure. God isn't going to let you imagine something wonderful without it becoming possible. If you don't have a vision, you're going to go about your business aimlessly. You're posting without purpose. You'll be distracted by shiny objects and the latest tactics. You're more likely to quit or settle for mediocre, and you're much less likely to achieve anything big. Your impact will be negligible. And when things get hard, and they will get hard no matter what your mindset is, because as you grow, you'll have to do some things that are new and some things that are out of your comfort zone. So if you don't have a big enough vision, you're going to give up or resize your goal to fit the achievable vision that you're willing to settle for. Everything starts with a vision. And the last letter is E. E is for energy. Everything is energy. I went to a retreat a couple weeks ago for the coaching program that I'm part of, and my coach quoted Albert Einstein. And the quote is, everything is energy, and that is all there is to it. 
Match the frequency of the reality you want, and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy. This is physics. End quote. This means that your energy matches your identity because like attracts like. If your identity is a successful direct seller, you show up like a successful direct seller. You have the energy of a successful direct seller, and that energy is attached to everything that you do, and that's the energy you attract back to you. Your energy has to match your vision if you want your vision to become a reality, which means that you need to create your vision first. If you don't know what kind of energy you have, look at how you feel most of the time. If you're sad or frustrated or annoyed, your energy is vibrating at a low frequency and you won't get high vibe results with actions taken from low vibe energy. If you're optimistic and positive and appreciative, you're working with high vibe energy and you're on the right track. Most people don't think that they're negative, even though they invest energy into complaining, whining, or posting nonsense on social media. So a second way to check to see the kind of energy that you're working with is to look at who you're attracting and who you're spending time with. If your customer base is full of people who only buy when there's a sale and who only engage when there's a prize, well, your energy attracted them. If your team is full of kidnappers and hobbyists, your energy attracted them. And chances are you identify as someone who doesn't see herself as being super successful in this business. But if your team is engaged, productive, and excited about the new year, your energy attracted them and you're on the right track. Your energy is your focus and what you focus on expands. If you create a big, amazing vision for yourself and you focus on it, it will become reality. You'll raise your energy and because like energy attracts like energy, you'll attract people, ideas, and opportunities that will match this energy, which is what makes it seem like everything is falling into place for you. A drive goal is one goal that drives everything. It drives your decisions, your choices of resources, your identity, your vision, and where you put your energy. It gives you a plan to reach your goal, and when you reach your drive goal, all your other goals fall into place. The one thing a drive goal doesn't have is a timeline. There are several reasons for this. Desire doesn't have a deadline. If you want to be a director, you want to be a director. You might want it by a certain date because of a perk or benefit that's tied to that goal. But if you don't promote by the end of the year, you still want to be a director when the calendar changes. You're probably not going to quit your business or quit working towards your goal because you didn't achieve it by the deadline. But not putting a deadline on your goal prevents you from procrastinating. It prevents you from feeling like a loser when you didn't reach it by a certain date. And every time you feel like a loser, you delay your progress and interrupt your momentum. And most of all, it prevents you from pressing repeat on the next year and just doing the same thing over and over again, hoping that the new year will finally be your year. If I had a dollar for every direct seller who told me that she was going for the same goal that she went for last year, and that happened to be the same goal she went for the previous year, I would be super rich. Your business has nothing to do with the calendar. Your business is a continuous progression, or at least it should be. When you set a SMART goal and go for the same goal year after year, you have a start and stop of your progress. Plus, you have the problem of using the same plan every year. Why would you expect different results doing the same thing? Your goal should be big enough that you have to change to achieve it. Goals are growth, and you can't grow without change. You can't change by doing the same thing. When you use the drive goal system, you avoid this because you're continuing to work toward your goal. 
You don't repeat your plan because you have a clear vision. You know where to put your energy and you operate as a person who has the identity of the person who achieved the goal. The purpose of a drive goal isn't to reach the goal. The purpose of a drive goal is to become the person who reaches the goal. A marathon runner doesn't become a marathon runner when he crosses the finish line. He crosses the finish line because he is a marathon runner. He trained to run the marathon because he identified as a marathon runner. He didn't run the race because he wanted the medal at the end of it. The medal wasn't going to change his life. His life changed when he started training for the race. A drive goal prevents compromising your integrity and trying to work the system just to reach the goal. This doesn't help you become the person who reached the goal. This just gets you the medal, and that medal doesn't impact your life. Your focus should be your vision and becoming the person of your vision, not getting the title or the award. Who you are is important, not what you do or what you have. And I get that sometimes you're not in charge of the timeline. If you want to earn an award or go on a trip, your company puts a deadline on the award season. If you don't earn it by the end of the award period, then you don't earn it. And that's disappointing and discouraging, and I know that. But if you're in this for the long haul, one trip or one trophy won't matter, or waiting a year to walk across stage isn't that big of a deal. If you promote by buying it or by recruiting someone who you know is never going to work her business and that you'll probably have to put orders under her or you'll have to beg other people to order, is that really worth it? Is it worth compromising your integrity? And don't you think you'll have to keep doing that kind of thing to keep your title? And what do you think that's going to do to your identity and to your energy? You don't suddenly get the skills when you walk across the stage and you don't start thinking, feeling, and acting like a leader just because you have a title. You think, feel, and act like you did while you were working on getting the title. When you don't work within the constraints of a timeline, you're free to experiment and play. And when you couple that with the knowing that your success is inevitable and that God has your back, you get to have fun. You get to become the person that you were meant to be. You get to be generous and abundant, and it's so much better to build a business from those places than from places of pressure and scarcity. And another cool thing about using the drive goal system is that you get to fit your business into your life rather than work your life around your business. When you create a vision for your life, you get to see how your business can be a vehicle to make that vision become a reality. And eventually, you'll realize that you can have anything that you want. Like Einstein said, it's physics, not philosophy. If you have any questions about this, then please ask in the Facebook group or send me a direct message. And I cannot wait for next year to be the best year ever and for you to work towards your drive goal and for you to become the person that you want to be. Thank you for tuning in. And be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss anything. And if you haven't already, leave a five-star review and tell your friends about the podcast. If you have any questions about anything you heard on this episode, or if you have a topic you want me to talk about, send me a DM. I'm at Kelly D. Northcutt on Instagram, and I love to hear from you and celebrate your success. 